Hello and welcome again to Marketing Munchies, the podcast that will satisfy your marketing appetite in less than 30 minutes. Today we're back uh, with Matt. Hi Matt, how are you today? I'm good LJ, great to be back. Thank you. Um, so today we're going to talk about repurposing your content and how it will help your business save time. And who better than to ask our amazing copywriter and content creator, Matt. Um, so can you tell us a little bit more about like, what do you mean by repurposing content and how does it really help businesses? Yeah, so I, I guess the, this conversation is all about helping business owners who are probably trying to do a bit of their own marketing, save a bit of time, um, or get the most bang for their buck out of the investment that they do make in, in content. So repurposing content is really just about taking the big core pieces of content that you're producing for your business mm-hmm. and then breaking them up into either smaller pieces, reformatting them into different types of content. So that could be an example of like the podcast that we do together yeah. you know turning those uh, long form videos which go from 20 to 30 minutes into shorter you know 30 second to 90 second sort of uh, verticals that then you can use on Instagram reels YouTube shorts TikTok and all those platforms that are really sort of hot right now mm-hmm. um, it might be taking some of the ideas that are discussed in that long form piece of video and then creating some blog or, or written content yeah. um, on the back of that um, and you know, it might be then making that even shorter into some some simple and easy social media posts that have accompanying graphics and link to the you know the longer form of content. So it's about making sure that when you do invest that time or that money into like a pillar piece of con- content, something that's you know really meaty, substantial, has a lot of value in it, that you're getting the the biggest bang for your buck from that. So you're you're really able to share that content across a wide number. Of, of platforms and that's something that we try and help all of our clients with at, at Content Hype in terms of making sure that if they do invest in some content with us or if they've used a videographer for some content mm-hmm. that they're then getting the most value out of that content. It's just not just one video that got posted once. It's, you know, six reels. It might be... Um, it might be articles that are uh, written based on the transcripts of those videos or the ideas that are discussed in those videos and just making sure that you know when, when you do make that investment, whether that's of time or of money or of both, um, that you're getting the most mileage out of that, out of that content. Yeah, exactly. And it makes total sense as well, because as you said, it's exactly what we're doing with those podcasts. So it's not just um, where we post them as MP three on the podcast channels but we also have a youtube channel uh reels and tiktoks and i've noticed as well um that when you have different segments of the one video or one article that's where you can play around with it a little bit and i've always felt um not just from someone in the digital marketing space but Mm. also from a user that consumes a lot of social media sometimes you really need to see one two three even ten videos of one person to actually build that trust and relate to what they're saying so you know you're able to to know what they talk about are they really the experts or are they just saying anything so they can get the views um and Mm. the conversions really yeah um but yeah that's that that's really important um yeah and i think you know the other thing with when it comes to repurposing content is to try and make sure that when you're cutting up or 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 using bits and pieces of the longer form of content Mm -hmm. just think about the channels that you're going to use that shorter content on um you know tiktok a lot of people are on there more for entertainment value so you might try and take the funny uh, a funnier part of a of a clip 
um, you know, from, from a longer form of content. If you're looking to create something for your website, like a blog, you know, you're really going to look at the more informational aspect or yep. the things that demonstrate authority, all the things that, you know, the search engines like to see to make sure that that's got the best chance of being seen by the people that need to see it and then LinkedIn is obviously you know its own beast in terms of the sort of content that you might push there so again really sort of informational educational really value-led sort of content so it's always good to keep in mind I guess where are these shorter pieces of content going and you know how can you use those pieces of content to get in front of the the right people at the right time because like you say you know people sometimes need to see you five to ten times before they hit the follow button Correct. or before they go and look at the the long form piece, you know, for example, this podcast, they might need to see, yeah. you know, six of our reels before they think, oh, well, maybe this is worth me listening to the full thing. Yeah. Um, you know, it's very rare nowadays that you get people jumping straight onto the long form product oh, um, yeah. or content. You know, they normally like to see that they find you via the short, yeah. sharp pieces, decide, yep, this is something I'd like to listen to more of or watch more of or read more of. Yeah. Um, and then they'll they'll go and find you on those appropriate channels. Obviously, you need to make sure that that's easy to find too. Yeah, it's it's more like a trailer, really. Just when you watch a movie, you're like, ah, oh, okay, I'm just gonna see the trailer first. If I like it, I'm just gonna go and invest that amount of time into it. And I guess the other thing that I'm thinking of at the moment is you don't have to limit yourself to one channel or one platform because as you might have heard, um, in America, they are trying to ban TikTok. Mm. And it's not just America, it's all over the world. So all those influencers and creators, content creators, they are worried because they've built um, that empire on one platform. And then in a click of a button, in America, for example, 150 million users are actually on TikTok and mm. in a click of button, you lost that exposure. Yeah. Um, so it's very important and smart for any business to actually be visible and um, available on all different platforms just to make sure because we don't control this space. No. Yeah. And, you know, in a click of a button or a decision made by uh, older congressmen and women, <laughs> you suddenly, um, you know, lose all that hard work that you've done. Yeah. Um, and I guess that when you said the long format, that is 100% correct because the way that I see it from a business owner and also from a digital marketing expert is your website is your main home. That's your property. That's what you own. That's what you control more of anything else. So make sure that that content is actually on your website, whether it's written, whether it's a video, whether it's a podcast. Uh, because to be honest, if everything else falls apart... That's your your safe place. Yeah, yeah. That's your home on the internet, really, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I've it's the other day I was talking to a client who lost access to her Facebook account, and now she's thinking about writing blogs mm. and adding those blogs into um, her website because she lost all the access to the social media platforms. Yeah. But imagine if she, if she did what what you're saying, where she repurposed that the main thing is on the website, and then just she she advertised that on her social platforms at least there would be damage but it wouldn't be yeah. that damaging you could still be found you know you still have a place where your content's living um and you know you're not i guess as much at the mercy of not just the the decision makers who decide what platforms we can and can't use but the yeah. the decisions of the platform owners them, themselves you know Correct. um 
what worked on Instagram six months ago is very different to what will work now. You know, it's it's very important to be agile when a new feature is released or a new type of media is released mm-hmm. on these platforms. They are going to reward the users that adopt them early. They're going to give them more reach, more organic sort of views. So it's important to be ready to jump on those trends. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I guess it's it's just something that I think every business owner should should have that skill or have the skill within their team or in their external resources mm. is that ability to take the core pieces of content and then be able to quickly, you know, re re edit them or or reuse them for, for different different means of different platforms. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um and then I guess the other question is how would you know which piece of content is gonna work with you? Like how as a content creator how would you know um the tone of voice what to create what to write about yeah um yeah i think you look at the i always look for the big pillar pieces of content like if i'm working with a new client and they don't have those big pillar pieces of content Mm -hmm. so that might be like a particularly long uh blog post on an uh, on an area of their expertise where they can really stand out from the crowd mm-hmm. i'd start with something like that uh, and then look at well how could this be then turned into some video scripts and can we get a videographer in to come and create some some great sort of you know some some video content around those key ideas mm-hmm. um, it might be that you know the the client's been on things like a they might not have their own podcast but they've been guests on a other podcasts and you look at how you can take that content whether it's the the transcripts and turn those into articles or into shorter videos that you can use Um, so yeah they're they're the sort of things that I look for I look for the the pieces of content that are a bit longer whether that's in terms of word count or whether that's in terms of length of time and then look at how can we repurpose that into shorter sort of bite-sized pieces of content um, and you know, there's a there's a wealth of tools out there now that make that job a lot easier too for for the, those that have a bit of time to to do it themselves. You know, um, can you? Yeah, like uh, well, like for for these podcasts, normally I use something called Descript. Mm-hmm. So you upload your your uh, your long form piece of video content. It transcribes the whole thing for you, and you can basically just make cuts from within the text editor and have you know resize the the video so that it goes from youtube format to like more of your reels or, or shorts that's uh, the one you were showing me yesterday right? yeah oh yeah. my god that was really yeah wicked. so <laughs> you can take that 30 minute piece of content and then clip that into you know 10 minute long pieces relatively quickly now mm. um if you're more advanced you might be familiar with like the adobe creative cloud suites like you know uh, yeah. apps like premiere pro um, that makes it relatively easy to cut up content as well. Yeah. Um, but then in terms of, you know, even like we, we discussed back in episode one, you know, some of the AI tools out there like yeah. ChatGPT, you can plug your, you know, your well-written piece of content into into a ChatGPT and ask it to summarise the key points and then you can use those mm-hmm. to make social posts. So there's a lot of different ways now that you can, you know, slice the pie, I guess, when it comes to repurposing your content. Yeah, that's correct. And I think from a digital marketing point of view as well, if you understand where your audience spend their time and you might be a business that has different types of audiences and, you know, you you probably market to a vast majority of people. So it can be different age groups, for example, different genders. Um, and you know how it is different. So you can repurpose that same content. You don't have to create something else. But uh, let's say you're targeting uh, women aged, 
35 plus then you know that you're gonna put that on instagram um versus for example if you're targeting the younger generation that's where you go to platforms like tiktok for example Mm. um and then as you said if you know that um your content is more educational uh you know probably you'll go to youtube or even tiktok these days to be Mm. honest Mm. um so yeah it's it's really smart and even from a business point of view I definitely see the value in it and particularly when uh, particularly content you don't see the return on investment right away Mm. it's a long-term strategy for you to show um, you have the authority you have um, your uh, knowledge and and as we we spoke in in previous episodes as well about the eat which is your experience and expertise so even that you can use on google um so people don't see the return on investment right away Mm. um and it's hard to evaluate and show the value of that content so saving also that cost uh by dividing it into different platforms and seeing that engagement on different platforms would would probably as well make more sense for business owners yeah yeah. Awesome. So uh, I think we, we might have had some, some questions come in on on this topic. Yes, we did. Um, so I guess one of the questions, and it's an important question to be honest, is what are the common mistakes to avoid when you are repurposing your content? Yeah, um, I think one thing I don't like seeing is this rise of like a super obvious AI voiceovers. Like mm. I know it's really... Uh, <laughs> like an easy, quick fix to having a proper voiceover or, mm. you know, um, just recording the voiceover yourself. But that's one thing I don't like. I, don't re- I think it's really obvious when you see it. Yeah. And I find it very hard to connect with that obviously AI voice as mm. opposed to a human voice, even if that human voice was recorded in relatively poor condition, like, you know, not on a studio mic or something, just in the phone. Yeah. I feel like I'd have a better chance of connecting with that. Um, I think the other the other mistake can be where the tone isn't consistent. So you might have taken, like, um, a video piece and tried to write a blog or article about that piece and the information isn't really syncing up or the tone of voice isn't the same. Mm-hmm. You really want to try and keep whatever your sort of brand voice is you want to try and make sure that's consistent yeah no matter how you're repurposing the content now obviously if you're just simply cutting longer video pieces into shorter video pieces that's probably a bit easier to achieve Mm -hmm. but it's when you're transferring that from a real visual you know piece where you can see and hear everything to maybe like a written piece yeah that's where sometimes that can sort of fall over yeah yeah well these are really important uh, measures i guess the other question that i i would actually would love to ask you that question as well mm. how often should you repurpose the content um it really depends on what the topic of the content is what the dis- discussion's about like so if we're doing as an example on this podcast if we were doing a a podcast uh, episode on a really topical in the moment sort of uh, topic, mm. you know, so you know, episode one, we talked about AI, mm. right? Chat GPT. Now that is moving so quickly that what we spoke mm. about, you know, a couple of weeks ago might not be relevant in six months. So yeah. that sort of content, you really need to get maximum value out of while it's current and relevant. Mm-hmm. But then you might have, this might be a good example of something that's a bit more evergreen. You know, yeah. this is always sort of a relevant discussion. 
the tools, you know, the, the, where we spoke about the different tools we, we mm. use, that might not be a section that I use in six months or 12 months, but the overarching, I guess, message here is relatively evergreen, you know, the, the main points around what sort of content can you repurpose, all that sort of stuff. So you could reuse that every couple of months if, if uh, you wanted to keep hammering home that point. I guess the things that you want to continually keep in your, I guess, your schedule, mm-hmm. of your content schedule, are the things that relate most closely to your value proposition. So the things that clients need to know about you to make a choice about whether to use your products or services, they're the things that you should be using as often as you can in as many different types of uh, spaces as you can. And then the more topical elements of what you're talking about or writing yeah. about, you can use those you know, re- relatively uh, in a shorter, shorter time frame. And I guess we have time for one last question. Mm. And uh, it is, how would you know which content to actually repurpose? Yeah, so again, this is going to be your, your real uh, longer form pillar content mm-hmm. or the content that, as I alluded to before, is, is super tied into your value proposition, the content that's going to be able to help you illustrate to your yep. target audience why you're the best choice for you know, whatever needs they have that relate to your services. So how are you going to solve their pain points? How are you going to make their life easier? How are you going to help them achieve a hope and dream? How are you going to help them avoid a fear? Mm. All that sort of stuff. That's the sort of things that you want to make sure you're repurposing. Well, thank you so much, Matt. That was really enlightening. And even for me, I'm like reconsidering all the things that I'm posting, (laughs) (laughs) thinking about how can I reuse them again in the future. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in um, and we will see you on our next episode.